KXSFLP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM, streaming at the World Wide Web at KXSF.FM. Rolling in after an incredible gig in the mission at the Brava Center for Women in the Arts from the Gambia, Sona Jabarda. We heard me and my friend Charles Dabo. We're going to be with you in a moment with, with an incredible history of, of a lot of things. We're going to start out with the easy beats, just to, to ease in, so to speak. Friday on my mind, and uh, Charles will come through. Everybody seems to me. Coming Tuesday, I feel better. Even my own man looks good. Wednesday just don't go. Indeed, the easy beats. Friday on my mind, and I am blessed and honored and uh, slightly out of breath, rushing in after an amazing show with my pal, visual artist, um, one time, yeah, yeah, Sharpie in the streets of Senegal as a youth. And we are, we're digging on the roots. You may wonder what the easy beats have to do with African music, but we're going to go there. Charles, welcome welcome along. It's my pleasure to be here. This is a show I would listen to uh, every, every week. Uh, so back to the beat. 
Easy Beats, and the, it's about the beat. We had radio as a vehicle for us to listen to music. Here's about music from other places, but mainly from the UK. And uh, so that was the connection. Yeah. And and so you were growing up in Senegal. This is like the early 60s, mid-60s. Why don't you try mic two there? I want to make sure we got good levels on there. And uh, so... so you know the, the 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 beat phenomenon, yeah. Let's do that. That's a little better, maybe. Uh, Check one two. Okay. Yeah, there we go. That's I a little. Can hear better. Okay. Can you hear things okay? I I hear fine. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. So so um, I've known Charles for oh, must be on thirty years now. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so so you listening growing up in Senegal. Listening to to the easy beats and in the back we got the Spencer Davis group again right now, and um, so so the beat this kind of beat music came from the UK and came into France, right? Correct. Yeah. And so so how did it how did it filter down into Senegal then? So what was the what was the big hits and the big the big obviously. Still colonized at that point, yeah? Yeah. Uh, back then, we were still French territory, French colony. Mm -hmm. Now, there was a program, a radio show called Salut les Copains. Mm. So what Salut les Copains did was to play some of the French stars, pop stars of the time, who, were, who had these lyrics about, uh, you know what? I don't care what people think, I'm gonna be me, I'm gonna do me. So that kind of message got to us and we paid more attention to those songs. But Salut les Copains as a show had a particular time during the show called um, The Sweetheart of the Week. Ah. Yes, so The Sweetheart of the Week was a, a, a track from the UK, all these all these groups, they were really prominent back in the days. And we did have access to it. And we listened very carefully. We were like, very, very, it's very attractive. I mean, it was really just get you into moving. <laughs> yeah. And so you were part of a, a, a sort of a youth movement that developed out of that called... Yeah. So the song, on Monday, I have Friday on my mind. That was us, too. Yeah. We would go to school, I was in high school, and uh, Friday was like, okay, let's get together. Saturday, next day, we would sit down, radio on, ready for the show. A, a group of folks, friends, we would sit down and drink tea and listen to the, the music. Yeah. <laughs> and so this special, this special song, what was one that really stood out to you back when you were a teenager? That, oh, I, I, you know, I want to ask a question. So was this actually... This special, tell me the sh name of the show one more time. Salut les copains. Salut les copains. Yeah. Hello, fellas. Oh, hello, friends. Hello. <laughs> and was that a French, like, government station? Or was it, uh, was it uh, local, local Senegalese? No, the, the Salut les copains was in France. Yeah. Uh, so it was just a, a radio program and uh, was pretty much programmed by one person. 
and hosted by two other guys mm-hmm. who were the ones introducing all these hits from, from the UK and later on from the, from the United States. And that's how we started having access to music from Europe and then from the US. So of course, the beat was so engaging for us, it was like, hey, let's dance to this. It was yeah. so danceable, that, yeah. and we loved to dance, so it was all about dancing. And so the, there was lots of, you know, also that, those songs of sort of love and individual freedom, the beginning of the 60s, it was all that vibe spreading, I, I guess, from France into Africa with the, with the... Yeah, in France it was all about what it meant for the youth back then was carefree. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the lyric, the messages was just about just that. And female singers dominated the scene, mm-hmm. like... Uh, Françoise Hardy, mm-hmm. uh, France Gall, Sylvie Vartan, uh, they had amazing songs. Uh, and then we had the male singers like Serge Gainsbourg. Of course. And of course, yeah. And Gainsbourg was the one who made reference to the Ye Ye. Hey, let's, if I want something, I would go to the Ye Ye. But the reference was t- more than anything to the Ye Ye, the musicians from the UK. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like we're doing in the background here. Yes, <laughs> that particular song, The Beatles. So, sir, so um, you have a bunch of, you have, we, we have three hours of music to fit into 45, you know, whatever, it's two awesome. hours, three, four hours of music. Um, so what should we hear sort of as an exemplar of that yeah, yeah sound that was so influential into into French, into, into West African and sort of Francophile, Francophone culture there. So there was one particular uh, pop singer who mm. started, his name was Antoine. And Antoine kind of came out with a song that was pretty much uh, questioning everything that was established back then in his own society in France. Mm. And then a second singer called Johnny Halliday heard him because when Antoine was singing his song, he made reference, he, he mentioned Johnny Halliday. He said, okay, there's so many things in our society that are really so not okay. And you have singers like Johnny Halliday, he could be in the circus. And that singer responded mm-hmm. and responded and he went, Viral. That's how the movement actually took off. Yeah, from yeah. that, from that particular yeah. song. Yes. Well, let's play. Let's play that. So this is Antoine from um, from France. From uh, back. What was how old? When was this? What year was this then? Oh my God! That was sixty-five, maybe six, nineteen sixty. I was a kid in shorts. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but when my dad, I want to see that picture. Yeah, let's so. listen to the song first. <laughs> right, then we'll talk more about that. Let's let. let <clears throat> Did I say that already? Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Antoine in the house. The beginnings of yeah, yeah. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Je ne les garde pas pour me faire remarquer, ni parce que je trouve ça beau, mais parce que ça me plaît. Oh yeah L'autre jour j'écoute la radio en me réveillant C'était Yvette Dornier qui jouait de l'accordéon 
Ton accordéon me fatigue, Yvette, si tu jouais plutôt de la clarinette. Oh yeah Mon meilleur ami, si vous le connaissiez, vous ne pourriez plus vous en séparer. L'autre jour, il n'était pas très malin, il a pris un laxatif au lieu de prendre le train. Oh yeah Oh yeah Avec mon petit cousin qui a 10 ans On regardait Grenounours à la télévision Nounours il a dit bonne nuit mon bonhomme Il est parti danser le Jerko Palladium Oh yeah Le juge a dit à Jules vous avez tué Oui j'ai tué ma femme pourtant je l'aimais Le juge a dit à Jules vous aurez 20 ans Jules a dit quand on aime on a toujours 20 ans Changer tout le temps, le monde serait bien plus amusant. On verrait des avions dans les couloirs du métro et Johnny Hallyday en cage à Medrano. Oh yeah! Des chemises à fleurs, c'est que je suis en avance de deux ou trois longueurs. Ce n'est qu'une question de saison, les vôtres n'ont encore que des boutons. Oh yeah! J'ai reçu une lettre de la présidence me demandant Antoine, vous avez du bon sens. Comment faire pour enrichir le pays? Mettez la pilule en vente dans les monoprix. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that is of course Antoine the the, the sharpest dresser in all of France and francophone Africa. So you were so yeah there you were Charles in your in your knee shorts at 14 or 15 what what happened? Antoine happened, right? Yeah, I was really more focused on school and the school uniform, that shirt short sleeve shorts until one day my dad came and said okay you see these magazines this is what's happening in, in, in France you know all youth they're all wearing these flower shirts long hair and you got how, how come you guys not into it I said wait so I asked paid more attention of course Salut les Copains this radio show. radio show had a magazine of the same name oh and I 
I went and I just bought the magazine. I said, like, oh my God, I'll pour into this thing. And it'd be like, oh, these guys are doing this thing these days. And before I knew it, locally in Senegal, in Dakar, it's where I lived, mm -hmm. there were this kind of response or another production actually coming from France to our radio, uh, local radio, and started playing that same music and then we were listening to it and they had an event in Dakar one day and it was aired uh, after the a, a film a clip on the Senegalese youth dancing to that uh, music yeah the beat music the beat music and, and just like the, other, the kids in Europe and then the the, the host was saying a, a new wind is blowing in Dakar yeah. these Senegalese youth are dancing the jerk Oh, Théâtre de la Verdure, which is a big place where people would gather and have mm -hmm. events. And that was it. We, that thing like blew proof for us. It's like, oh man, this is a thing. This yeah. is what we have to do. We have to just look like these guys. So you are wearing the, the chemin de fleur, n'est-ce oui, pas? Chemise à fleur. Chemise à fleur. Si, si. Chemise à fleur. So, so, so those flower shirts. Yeah, and my dad bought me this, this shirt. Ah! Right and on. that was it. For me, that was the beginning of everything. So it was chemise à fleurs, cheveux long, long hair, mm -hmm. and bell bottoms. Ah. And then we added something to it. You're like, amazing platform shoes, the bumpy top, and all that. Oh, yeah. You have to Even look. in the 60s there. Yeah, that's how we started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we, we started just, you know, you had to look the part. Yep. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's, uh, I, I definitely want to see this picture. There's, a great, there's some great pictures of you up there on the, on the web now. Yeah. Uh, outing you if you're, as your musical youth there. So, um, and then there was a, a, a track that's on your playlist. So why don't we jump to, sure. to Johnny Halliday. Yes, Tell let's me get about to Johnny Halliday. And so beautiful. So, so tell, yeah, Le, Le Coup, do you want to say anything about that before we Le play? Coup, uh, meaning yeah. like the blows. Yeah. But Johnny Halliday became a huge sensation after that, yeah. after his response to Antoine. Yeah. And how was, what was that response? Like, Le Coup, tell me. Because tell me. What, what Antoine was saying in this song, yeah. Chevron et de Courte, yeah. he was just talking about this, the French society, how things were, the establishment, you have to question it, and then you had so many things like Johnny Halliday, who, who is so ridiculous, he should be in the circus. Uh -huh. Johnny heard that and responded with an, a song, and he was criticizing Antoine himself. He said, Antoine, I don't know what he's doing, but I'm sure if Gandhi was to come back to life today, he would be surprised to hear someone like that saying all these nonsense he's saying. So it was that. It's sort of that, almost like the rapper beefs back in the early days of yes, hip-hop in a way. Yes. Like and each other. these two going at each other with their songs. All right. So let's play it. This is, yeah. this is Johnny Halliday Le Coup from, from, yeah, from 1965, I think. Yes, by the same time. Here we go. Oh oui 
à se relever Il deviendra un homme Petit à petit En apprenant les dures leçons de la vie Oh il est Indeed, this is Le Coup, Johnny Holiday, the, the, the answer to Antoine. That's just, Charles, that's just tighten up, right? That's just Stevie Wonder lyric. Correct, because as I was thinking that back in those days, we had uh, Senegalese youth who were already in, in American university would go back home with black music, African American music, namely soul music for our age group. And someone started playing uh, Steve Wonder tight, what is it? Huh. And this was on uh, Salut de Compagne on the radio show? And, 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 and just bringing back the 45s from yes, the States. Yes, so, yeah. so between Salut de Compagne and, and what other folks who would bring that in our music listening stations brought, brought these music, we did have these, these turntables portable ones mm -hmm. that's what we had right. so how we got into um, american music uh, soul music in particular right. so yeah well okay. let's rewind this and hear stevie let's hear stevie stevie was so popular yeah. among us oh my goodness you guys you guys did the, the whole style thing because he's a stylish dude just like um, just like antoine right it it changed us we yeah. went like different style 180 degrees mm -hmm. turned toward uh african-american uh, urban music and style and looks. Yeah. We flipped. Yeah. So from we, the long hair and yeah. the chemise d'affleur. Yeah. So to... we switched to some chemise d'affleur for you know whatever folks were wearing here. The youth in the U.S. Mm -hmm. You know, the, yes, they did. You had your afro. I saw that. I saw and that. Then the afro came really. Yeah. All right. So let's rewind. Uptight. Everything's all right. Really, Johnny Holiday stealing from Stevie.
TSF.FM, 102.5 FM, and the frequency. No, we need it so proud. We got the hand it so proud. No, we want it so proud. Underwrite proud. KXSF. Give it to me so proud. Give it to me so proud. 102.5 FM and the Frequency Uplift. Old Jerusalem is a small family-owned Mediterranean restaurant with a beautiful heated outdoor patio, 16 years in the heart of the mission. Their West Bank cuisine is a traditional spread of Middle Eastern delights ranging from lamb, masaf, and shawarma to kebabs and vegetarian dishes, falafel, hummus, as well as their famous dessert, kunafa, made in-house on a traditional gigantic cast iron griddle. Order online or check them out at www.oldjerusalem.co or come visit them at 2966 Mission Street at 26th, just a few blocks from 24th Street Bart in San Francisco. Thank you, Old Jerusalem, and thank you all for tuning in to the Frequency Uplift here at KXSFLP San Francisco. Indeed, thank you. Thank you, Old Jerusalem, and thank you to Charles Dabo. We're, we're having a guest DJ and history session and storytelling and uh, with Charles Dabo, visual artist, longtime, longtime friend, digging into the cross-fertilization of African music, Western psychedelia, soul, and your Settingley's movement roots now and the yeah, yeah scene back in the 60s. Now, yeah, I ain't seeing this, but... When we were putting on uh, the sweet soul music, the man was dancing in his chair. So that you know, yeah. this was it was all about the dance. Yeah, yeah. We we were all tuned to really showing our moves. It, w- it was good to sit down and listen to music, but this kind of music you don't sit and listen to it. You have to really move to this beat. To this. And 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 we we were having a wonderful time. I mean, with the days where you know after school yeah. we were so academically focused, and suddenly we have this afternoon on the weekend where we can sit down and be ourselves. And that that tune there, that track, was the door to Af- African American music, yeah. soul music, and then whatever came after. So Soul Power, that particular track, for us was like paying more attention to what was happening uh, in urban settings in the U.S. Uh, we saw the African Americans are our brothers across, you know, the end of the world. And they were engaged into fighting for their own rights. So we... we we're more aware now of the civil rights movement in the U.S. Yeah. With the music that was going along, all the civil rights movement, it came to us through all these artists, like this particular one, James Brown's Soul Power. And you were, Senegal was newly independent at this point. Yes, Just... Senegal was freshly independent. Yeah. And we were pretty much trying to find a footing in, you know, okay, what do we do now? Who, who, you know, pretty much soul searching mm. and looking for, oh, what? What do we have here? Look at in the U.S. These guys are fighting for their own, you know, integrity. They, mm-hmm. You know, and inspiring, yeah. very inspiring. And we start paying more attention. 
searching and trying to get more information about what was happening in the U.S. And we did get access to the music, thank goodness. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just uh, just dancing, but whatever was coming with the the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Soul Power, here it is. KXS FLP San Francisco. Charles Dabo in the house. Let's listen to this a minute. Yeah, yeah. Love it.
There it is, the funky Broadway. You're telling me that the moves were the, were the thing here. Like, you guys were totally styling on the dance floor with this one. Yeah, so it was a discovery. Suddenly, we have this amazing track with amazing beat. That was like, incredible from beginning to end. And funny enough, like, it was like a network of friends, you know, with uh, vinyl and music from the U.S. and all that. But we had a friend called Alan. Alan was the guy who knew, he was dressed, he was impeccable, you know, nice shirt, nice pants and shoes. So he, he was an amazing dancer. He knew this particular track, he would dance it from beginning to end. He has like 100 moves. Yeah. And every time he was like so smoothly changing from one move to the next till the end of the song. So for him to dance, you have to invite him tea. So you, you invite him to your house. We, we have a group of friends. We invite uh, okay. okay, Alan, can we invite you so you can show us your moves? He would come. Uh. That's the only time he would come and show his moves. Make sure you feed him and give him some tea. So we give him the tea. He would go one, two, three cups of tea. And then he was ready. Uh-huh. And then we would play the, the it was a 45, right? <laughs> Vinyl. Uh-huh. And we would sit there, audience, watching him. Okay. We were like in uh, our jaws were like hitting the, the ground. And Alan was so graceful. But he was dancing like, it was magic to us. We said, we, uh-huh. have, to, we have to learn to dance like this guy here. He said, no, I can teach you. It's easy. Okay, follow me. Do like me. And we would follow him. And of course, the next party, we would like show off those moves. And that was the point. Because you get attention by just showing those moves on the dance floor. Of course. Yeah. And so, Power, you were saying James Brown, you know, was, the, was also the key. You, were, you yeah. heard him in Dakar. For the so, so it, 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 in the U.S., it was, there was a rivalry we didn't know until later on mm-hmm. that between Wilson Pickett, Funky Broadway singer, yeah, yeah. and James Brown. So they both were like amazing. They were very popular at the time. It was amazing. And of course, people would go, you know, from, from Wilson Pickett to James Brown. Mm-hmm. James Brown, for some reason, has his shuffle. He would move his feet. When we first saw him live in the car, I was there. Yeah. We were like, you should see our eyes. And watching him dance was a revelation. We said, wow. You can't dance like this. And the music was perfect for, for that, that kind of dancing. And we switched to that kind of yep. <laughs> music and dance. Parties were just about that type of music, solo music. And then, of course, later on, got into R&B. Yeah. Yeah. The next up on your the crucial Charles Dabo playlist is Miriam McCaba. Right. The, the, the wonderful Miriam McCaba yeah. from South Africa. How did that? How did that come into the Senegalese youth movement? You guys were starting to hear James Brown becoming more politicized in a way. Yes, maybe, yes, or... yeah. For us, James Brown was like a, a soul brother d- number d- one. The door open, soul brother number one for us. Like you know, black power. That's it. Soul power translated into black power. So we started really embracing that kind of attitude. You know, we no, these guys are our brothers. They're in the U.S. They're black. You know, and they dance like a black person would dance. So we were more, more, more drawn to, to, to it, to that kind of uh, way of doing things and dancing and music. And, but 
it, it, it's like consciousness growing. Mm -hmm. You know, we became more and more conscious, more tuned to political stance here and there, and messages coming across, the, you know, oceans and we through airwaves and radio. Uh, there was another radio show, also international station called La Voix de l'Amérique, ah. Voice of America. Oh yeah, and that U.S. State Department radio, yeah, really, right? I guess so. It was yeah. hosted by this guy called Georges Collinet. Okay, and he played everything, ah. everything black, everything African American, from beginning to end. Two hours show. So for we picked up all these artists and songs straight from there. Of course, the market, music market being what it was, we had music stores, they would bring in vinyls. Vinyls, yeah. of course, you bring vinyls from the U.S., all these black artists, people will buy that music. Yeah. And, yeah. And such a deep influence on some of the some of the music there, making zombie and rock, Fela, of course, you know, taking it. Yes, we we'll so, get to Fela later, I'm sure. Yeah. But. So so more music came not just from the U.S., but mainly they were international hits. Yeah. And the one that stood out was Miriam Makeba Pata Pata. Yeah. What? From South Africa. From South Africa, of course, that meant. That was a big deal for us. That was a really big deal. Here's an African woman singing this beautiful voice, and the beat, the music was so amazing, great for dancing, and then all the parties, we would play like 100 times throughout the night. The party, which you pata pata. You play pata pata once, three times, five times, pause, go back, and everybody on the It's the rewind oh, scream. Yes, that was it. Well, let's pata, let's let's do that dance, uh, the pata pata. Miriam Makeba, from back in the mid '60s. Yes. So gorgeous.
Hey, this is KXSFLP San Francisco. That was Pata Pata with Miriam Makiba. But here is Babatunde Olatunji. And we'll be back in just, just a second. Actually, we're going to take a second. I do have to play this spot, but to tell you that uh, we're going to come through and rewind this for sure, because this was the dance thing. On Wednesday, March 29th at the Knockout in San Francisco, KXSF is proud to present the Roxies. Not quite this kind of music, but on their first U.S. tour, Berlin's the Roxies, SoCal's the Pretty Flowers, and Bay Area Rockers, Kids on a Crime Spree and Minds Without a Face, join the bill at the Knockout, located at 3223 Mission Street in San Francisco. That's the Roxy's, the Pretty Flowers, Minds Without a Face, and Kids on a Crime Spree. This coming up Wednesday, March 29th at the Knockout, brought to you by your friends here at KXSF, San Francisco Community Radio 102.5 FM. And let's rewind. Babatundi. Jingle Laba. Here we go.
Thank you. So, Jingo, and there's an interesting story behind all of that. Yeah. Now, talking about going into a territory that was later on called Afrobeat. Yeah. So we we had all the Tunji playing Jingoloba. And, and you then, said you, you heard him, like he had moved to the U.S. at this point, but he was touring. Yeah, he was touring, and then we, we got the, the record. Yeah. So, but then then later on, something came out. We, we were like the Woodstock Festival, and uh, and the record came out, and there was Carlos Santana playing Jingle. And then we said, wait a minute, that sounds like Jingle Oba. Yeah. So his version of Jingle Oba, he was just titled Jingle, was actually stunning. I think he, they, they stunned the crowd when they performed this song there in Woodstock. Uh, but it still has, it's very, it was a powerful rendition of Jingle Oba. And definitely, you know, did justice to 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 Ola Tunji's uh, oh. creation there. Well, yeah, I mean, there's this whole vibe of cross fertilization that's going on here between between Africa and U.S. soul music, and then that music coming back. But there's also the African diaspora in Latin America, and really you know, influencing the development. You've got James Brown creating African rock and, and or, or inspiring African rock, but you also have all this incredible dance music that you guys were moving into. Yeah. So as we were listening to all the Salut les Copains, mm -hmm. but we did have music, Cuban music, on vinyl. That was also part of our menu of music we would listen on Saturday evenings. Uh, at, the, at the same time as, as the French yeah, yeah thing was happening, yes, right? And yes, we have a variety going on. We didn't just stick to one type of music. We were yeah. like exploring all this genre and we loved them because we could dance and just sit down and listen and share that moment. It was, that was very important to us, uh, growing that way. And, trying to find something healthy to do was just listening to music and dancing. Uh, parties, we, we have, would have parties where people would come with vinyls and you have the turntable, you have a DJ. I think that for me was the first thing that got me into looking at DJing as something I really enjoyed doing. Yeah. Uh, because we, we kind of shared the music, but then it became a little bit more competitive. So, Every neighborhood had its own association, we call it association, association mm -hmm. uh, groups, because we have our own vinyl collection. And it has to have this variety. You have to have Cuban, you have to have some of the European and French music, but you have to have American music. Uh, well, let's, let's, shall, we, shall we delve into some of the Cuban roots of things, oh, yeah, too. Let's take a minute. I have to take a little break and uh, say uh, uh, thanks to an importer of French wines, uh, strangely enough, and an uh, underwriter for today, for tonight, as well. And we'll be right back with more delving into the cross-fertilizations and the incredible music from Cuba and, Afri and Africa and then how those things merged yeah. into Kungalese, Rumba, yeah. this and that, and the everywhere. evolution of contemporary music. Yeah. 
So thanks to these guys first and foremost, and we'll be right back. Generous support of KXSF San Francisco Community Radio comes from Charles Neal Selections. Since 1998, San Francisco-based Charles Neal Selections has been an importer and distributor of fine wines and spirits for wholesalers, retail stores, and restaurants across 17 states. Learn more about Charles Neal's focus on imports from family-owned operations throughout France by visiting the website at charlesnealselections.com. Thanks for your support. Well, thank you. Thank you, Charles Neal. And thank you, all, all you out there in Radiolandia, for tuning into the Frequency Uplift here, a special night. It is 11.02, and so I'm just sneaking it in with that station ID, um, talking about just DJ Charles Dabo in the house. An amazing, also, get to out you, you know, a, a musician as well. When you first came to, you know, the Americas, you landed in Mexico City, you were studying art there, you played in Afro-Cuban bands, and it was a it was a thing, right? You're- yeah, it, it was so funny. We, I, I was a student back then, just focusing in my post-grad um, uh, curriculum. Uh, but uh, on our free time, we'd, we would have these parties. We would play the same music you just mm-hmm. listened to. Uh, nostalgia, nostalgic about you know those days, and and trying to get into new things in on our dance stations and our parties. Um, we came across a group, a Cuban group that was in Mexico back in the days, Irakere. Mm-hmm. We met the musicians, but also we were interested into. We have a real musician in our group, and. Uh, played a little bit like, hey, let's play a little music here, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. But more than anything, it was about our parties where we would have all these records and play and dance and, yeah, but... And especially even, even in the 60s, in your in your teenager years there in Dakar, you were like playing all these um, Cuban Cuban bands and... Yes, we had in, whole, Influencing yeah. vastly Amer- African music, especially in... in Central and, and Western Africa. Exactly. So many many youth, not just us in Dakar and Senegal, but neighboring countries, uh, I mean, France colonized a good chunk of West Africa. Mm. And all these former colonies did have access to French radio. So that's the thing. So everything we were listening to, they, they, they were able to listen to the same thing. Uh, so yeah, so that is also a huge factor in, 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 in when it comes to influence, music, Cuban music, and uh, Western music influencing African contemporary music. It's kind of the diaspora coming to Cuba right. and, 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 and making music there, and that comes back and, and feeds the motherland. Right? Yeah, I think the very attractive thing about it Cuban music, the if you want to call it Latin music, yeah. the Cuban music is, there was some element in the Cuban music that were so African, so familiar to us. That's, that's, that was the draw. That's why we were so interested in listening to it so much and tried researching and researching about, hey, who are the other guys? You know, What kind mm-hmm. of musicians are our bands and all that? Collecting the music. So, and of course, people became musicians over time Yep. And start 
the early groups playing music in Senegal, I remember, were pretty much playing covers of Cuban songs. Yeah, kind of Taranga, yeah, rum, and, rumba. And the fanatic of Spanish, they didn't know Spanish. We didn't know any Spanish. Mm -hmm. They just listened to the lyrics and just, just phonetically just replicate that in the songs. Yeah. That's how we started. Well, one of the we were talking about we we, we just came from a gig and you know at the you know heard some incredible music, but um, one of the one of the touchstones you were telling me about was Orchestra Aragon. Orchestra Aragon was huge. Like oh, you have an Orchestra Aragon LP. Uh, oh my God, you will have people following you, and and begging you to inviting you over to for a listening session. Uh, yes. So this is why don't we why don't we play one of those and just to and then we'll dig into some of the the the, the Cuban you know the the originally enslaved African diaspora in Cuba yeah influencing some of the incredible music that came out of West Africa at that point but this is uh, from your playlist this is the Charles Dabo crucial tracks uh, we're playing Guajira Simale Guajira Simale from Orchestra Eragon. Uh, from from and in fact, just just so you know, if you like what you hear, the originators there that that this charanga band out of Cuba, they're going to be in the Mission District on April seventh, in two thousand twenty three at uh, the Brava Theater where you and I just were, and uh, so if you like what you hear, um, you should check that out and and support an amazing theater, the Brava Center for Women in the Arts. We just heard Sona Jabarta, the brilliant griot uh, uh, chora player from the, from the Gambia. But we're not going there now. We're going to Cuba. We're going to Orchestra Aragon. And we're going to hear uh, the amazing track, Guajira Simale. Here we go with this. <laughs> Como es, sí, 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 yo bailo mi guaquira sin male. Sí, 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 yo quiero mi guaquira como es. Sí, 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 yo bailo mi guaquira sin male. Te daré en esta guaquira mi amor, todas las notas de mi corazón. Ay, no desmayes mi cielo. Ven aquí donde estoy, mira te desespero, si no me entregas tu amor. Sí, 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 yo quiero mi guaquira como es. Sí, 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 yo bailo mi guaquira si vale. Y así vamos juntos los dos a bailar mi guaquira si vale. Guaquira, Guaquira Simale, Guaquira Simale, Guaquira Simale, Guaquira Simale, Guaquira Simale.
Underwriting for KXSF comes from City Beer, a family-owned community gathering spot to sip a fresh draft while mingling with friends old and new. Visit our new home at 853 Valencia Street, where we offer a well-curated selection of beer, wine, and cider, both to enjoy on-site or take home. There's plenty of seating and an outdoor parklet, all in the heart of the mission. So visit City Beer, a San Francisco fixture since 2006, now located at 853 Valencia Street between 19th and 20th. Thank you, City Beer. Thank you all for tuning in to KXSFLP San Francisco 102.5 FM, the frequency uplift. And I am honored to have my friend and yay, yay, youth of his, of, uh, from the past, sharp dresser, incredible musician, but really an incredible visual artist. Okay, here we get to plug your work. If you looked at my poster, you saw some amazing little floating bits of paintings and icons in there. And Charles is an incredible visual artist, studied in Mexico for Museum Conservation Services, and is now and is now having having his second resurrection of his artistic career. You should check out his art. Tell us where we can find you. Oh yeah, uh, I do have a, a website, uh, and also Instagram. You can find me on Instagram. It's just a Charles Davil or Charles Davil Sanka. S A N K A. Yes. yes. Okay. That's how you can find me on Instagram. There are, of course, few I- images of my work and things I like to do. I like photography, so I mix a little bit of some of my pictures of my work, my paintings, and other pictures I like to, mm-hmm. to capture of nature, flowers, plants. Um, yeah. And we're back, though, in 1977, and, and the, really the influence of the the African diaspora, the enslaved diaspora in, the, in Latin America and Cuba returning, the favorite all returning the music and the culture to Africa in the in the form we heard we heard Orchestra Aragon, the, the incredible influence, uh, your track Doni Doni from uh, the uh, Epoca de Oro de la Orquesta Aragon, who are coming again April seventh to the Brava Center for Women in the Arts. Make sure you check that out. But uh, we went into Bambaya, Bambaya Jazz National. Tell us about that connection. So there's there's that Cuban connection coming into Guinea, right? Yeah, it's interesting because as we were listening to music from Cuba and uh, artists like Johnny Pacheco, uh, Pachanga, Charanga, and then uh, others, and those the groups that stood out like Orquesta Aragon, El Gran Combo, all these groups most of them were established in New York City, others in Miami, and we also had access to music from uh, Puerto Rican artists. Mm-hmm. So we played all this array of uh, salsa music, uh, 
and it has its impact on the Senegalese musicians who are trying to mimic a little bit the, the Cuban musicians. One story, uh, Guinea at the south of Senegal, the Republic of Guinea, was communist. And obviously, they were connected and established a relationship with Cuba. And the president himself sent a group of Guinean musicians to Cuba to study Cuban music. I mean, ah. Music in Cuba is amazingly well uh, put together, great, great education. Uh, and they returned to Guinea and formed this group called Bembea Jazz National. And that was the, the starting point for musicians in Senegal to turn around and look into their own roots and start their own music with that heavy Cuban influence. So Bembea Jazz came up with their own style of music. And then in Senegal, of course, we had group like, groups like uh, Etoile de Dakar, and they started playing this music that turned into what style we call later on Mbalach, with Yusundur, who definitely was mm -hmm. a huge ambassador of that type of music. Yeah. Monsieur Endur, so um, Etoile de Dakar, the stars of Dakar, were uh, active in in the seventies, and and yes. yeah, and yes. and really, the this is the debut track for the brilliant Mbalah musician, Monsieur yes. Endur, who is now an international star yes. on his of his own right, and this is the track Mbaye Gueye. Am I saying that right? Mbaye. 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 And uh, what does that mean? It's it's a, just a given name. Mbai uh, is a last name. Mbai is a is a just a name, and Gay is a last name. So Mbai Gay, it's uh, a tribute to a friend, probably from a musician, uh, and that's uh, the name of the track, Mbai Gay. This is a long one from Etoile de Descartes, Mbai Gay. Mbai Gay. Mbai Gay, and. Uh, the first, the debut track of the brilliant singer and interna now international star, Isur Indur. Yes. Thank you. 
Hey, so we're back and we're, we've been chatting music on those two long tracks. That was Orchestra Baobab, Jean Ma, Jean Ma from Specialist in All Styles. There, an, an, an old tune redone for 2002, I think their 50th anniversary coming to her. And, you know, if you happen to be in Hamburg or in Berlin in June, you can check out those guys. If anybody's out there listening on the international interwebs in Berlin, um, get your tickets now. Um, but tell me about this this track. It was such an yeah. incredible, um, you know, Orchestra Baobab from Senegal. An incredible mixture of things. Hold yeah. forth, Professor, and pull the mic toward you a little bit more. Sure, there we go. Yeah, Orchestra Baobab is the one that really stands out among all these Senegalese groups, contemporary groups. Um, what they did was what started early on when uh, local groups, musicians started looking into Cuban music, uh, digging into the African elements in the Cuban music and borrowing it and adding to that their own local traditional musical style. So Orchestra Baobab is a good example of that. I know Yusundur and Etoile de Dakar had their own signature. There was a word more than Mbalach. They call it Mbalach because so so Senegalese. It's a Senegalese dance that always uh, driven by the talking drum. Yeah. That's uh, a whole style of music. Too. Yes. If you're out there in Radio Land, it's M-B-A-L-A-X, Mbalach. Yes. So check it out. And Orchestra Baobab is fantastic. I've seen them perform live here in San Francisco at the Palace Fine Arts. And they get better, even better and better over the years. And their music is so solid, so wholesome. And it definitely has its national signatures, very Senegalese. And, of course, you can taste the music, uh, the Cuban influence there. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It makes it even nicer. So, um, you know, so the, the, you were telling me on the break while we were chatting about this, about, you know, coming to, to Mexico, you and your Senegalese friends studying at the university there with your records under your hand, arms, and there were some DJ battles involved, I understand. Yeah, uh, DJ battles started in Senegal, in Dakar particularly. Uh, we, like I mentioned earlier, we, we had every neighborhood had some small group of youth people who would save money to buy all these vinyls and have a huge chest of 
a collection. It was not just one genre of music. It was a, the variety. The more variety you had, the, the better you stand out as a DJ. Mm-hmm. So we would go, and so you were, because you had a nice collection of music and uh, LPs, you would be invited to what they said in called in French anime. You would go and animate a oh. party. So that means you go and DJ the party. So what group You'd would be yeah, yeah called on to uh, DJ a party? It could be a birthday party. Could be any of these parties people just can come up with. So we we went to Mexico, traveled with that. Me in particular, another friend, we were more into music collection and the DJing thing, and we brought that with us. Even when we were student in Mexico, we had these parties where I remember being one of the DJs. Yeah. I was always called on to DJ the parties. It was me and another friend, but I even have pictures of me, <laughs> you know, the old-fashioned turntables. And it was fun. I think that stayed with me over the years. And, I, you know, when Bob invited me to to the show, somehow I had memories of, oh, my God, it's all these LPs, all these vinyls and music. And it was about variety. Yeah. Variety was key. You can't just play one type of music and say, oh, I'm a DJ. Well, it's Freeform Radio. This is, you know, this is at its best. Here we are playing... <laughs> Everything from uh, from uh, the easy beats to begin into the yeah yeah sounds of Johnny Holiday and and into the Cuban both Cuban music and Cuban influenced yeah Congolese rumba and, and everything else. Where should we go from here? In this story of incredible musical, like we kind of we kind of glossed over like the move into yeah into Afro beats and. Uh, the influence that that all these Congo, that or all the Cuban music had, as well as James Brown and other soul music. Yeah, it's so interesting how all that illustrates how uh, music from abroad came to us, influenced the musicians and the African musicians, West African musicians, produced their own music that traveled also across their borders to foreign countries and returned. Good example is we in in Africa we would hear music from from the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. We would listen to z- uh, zouk, zouk from the Caribbean. Of course, yeah. Zouk. But then in Africa they listened to it and loved it and danced to it, and then they said, "Hey, let's do something really like we know sounds like this because this is how we do it." And they came up with their sukus, and the sukus traveled back to the Caribbean. So, like, so folks in the Caribbean heard the African sukus. They say, wait a minute, that sounds like what we've been doing. And of course, we listen to each other, yeah. but then we come, come up with our own interpretation of one particular style of music. And that goes through the Cuban influence, uh, American soul, R&B influence on our music, and, and it goes on and on and on, all the way to Afrobeat. Yeah. Yeah, Osibisa is one example of Afrobeat that is there. <laughs> it's such us. such an amazing band, really. I mean, broke through in America, and yeah, yeah. So shall we go with Osibisa, and then then we'll have to do a nod to fail, I'm sure. But uh, yes, sounds great. That sounds like a good idea. So this is um, 
I'm going to play this, but I'm also going to take a minute to uh, say again, you're listening to KXSF, the Frequency Uplift with Charles Dabo, brilliant visual artist, and not no longer frustrated DJ. The man, <laughs> the man is, is back in full form, throwing down here and uh, creating an amazing playlist for you again. We just heard uh, Orchestra Bayo Bob, but I want to take a minute too to uh, what before we get into uh, OCBSA to um, should we play Survival or Woyaya? I would like to start with Survival because Survival yeah. just tells us a little bit more about the background of anything that came from Ola Tunji. Right, that, yeah, they were deeply that, connected, yeah. right? They were students. yes, yeah. yes. Well. Um, let's to give away some tickets. I know that all of your friends are out there listening. Let's get them to go to a show, and maybe we'll we'll go with them. Who knows? We just saw the incredible Sona Jabarta from the Gambia, the incredible Cora player. Word to the wise: we may end up with some Cora at the end of the night, but uh, you know, check out her new album. But uh, but we do have some great tickets. And um, how about uh, if you really want? On this Tuesday, the incredible Big Joni at the rickshaw stop. That's Tuesday the 28th, 7 p.m. doors. A pair of tickets for that. I have also, where are we here? Why don't we put on a little, uh, some more, uh, how about a little Franco in the background while we do this? And then we'll go to Ibiza, OCBSA, I mean. And, uh, nice. Yeah. Did I get this? Oh, no, here we go. That's the problem. So yeah, Franco, of course, Cuba, Cuba in in the Congo. In the Congo, yeah, you know? that was a big star. It was a total star, and so influential. I'm, I'm, if I recall right, really kind of feeding into Sucrus as well. Like, oh my God, yes. you know. It's um, well, okay, so uh, back back to this though. Big Joni, Big Joni at the rickshaw stop. We got. This, this is, I played her, a new uh, soul artist out of Brooklyn, Addie Oasis, one of the best bassists you'll ever hear, incredible woman, at the Independent on Wednesday the 29th. I got a pair of tickets for that. So you can have your choice of those. I also, um, I had in mind that I should give these away, and I kind of bookmarked it. Here we are. If you want to hear some amazing music, this is a, a bit further out, but on Saturday, the 1st of April, Kronos Quartet at the Berkeley, uh, at the Berkeley uh, Zellerbach Hall with a special guest, the, the Chinese artist Wu Man, who plays the incredible Pipa, a really interesting string, string lute. Um, I have a pair of tickets for that. So here it is. Saturday, the, four, the 1st of April at 8 p.m. in Zellerbach, Kronos Quartet. With uh, at the Independent on Wednesday, the 29th, Addie Oasis. I can't recommend her enough if you love a little neo soul and an incredible bassist as well. Uh, and then we have Big Joni at the Rickshaw Stop on Tuesday, the 28th, 7 p.m. doors. Pair of tickets for that 415 648 7327. We are going to go out with, uh, we're not going to go out, but uh, we're going to head into the little Afrobeat and these originators, perhaps. Osibisa from the Woyaya album, Survival. Here we go with that. KXSF, LP, San Francisco. 
Olohun ta wa se yara je ka bere now which means let's start what we have come into the room to do <laughs> right on. here goes one two three Oh, oh, oh. 
Foreign Japan. We know you're listening, enjoying all of KXSF's great music and programming that you can't find anywhere else on corporate radio or streaming service. But we need your financial support to keep San Francisco community on the air. Donate now to KXSF and become a part of our community by going to www.kxsf.fm and rescue real radio. Thanks for your support. Jerusalem is proud to underwrite KXSF 102.5 FM, a small family-owned Mediterranean restaurant with a beautiful heated outdoor patio. Old Jerusalem is 16 years in the heart of the mission. Their West Bank cuisine is a traditional spread of Middle Eastern delights. You can check them out at www.oldjerusalem.co or visit at 2966 Mission Street at 26th two blocks from 24th Street BART in San Francisco. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Old Jerusalem. Thank you for listening here to the Frequency Uplift, the KXSFLP San Francisco. Thanks to Old Jerusalem. And if you can see clearly to uh, supporting us with a little donation, check that donation button. And we're winding up. It is almost time to go. That was too short for even the crucial edits, my friend. In the studio again with Charles Dabo, visual artist extraordinaire, as well as an incredible DJ who's given us his, a tour through his youth, youth and into the modern era of the multitude of influences in Africa, back and forth across the African diaspora from Cuba to America to Africa yeah, and about influences. So the following track is this is about this group called Halam. Um, again, going into how music is influenced by other styles. So with Halam, we, we just heard uh, orchestra about but with Halam is a little bit different. They have that Cuban. A taste in their music, but they have heavy R&B input in their music, and underneath they have some Senegalese type of halam. So that whole combination made their music so special. I personally like them because their music just covers all the preferences for just listening. Uh, musically, uh, the vocals, all together. Brilliant. That group stands out. They're brilliant. And uh, so, so moving on into the future, a new band out of out of Senegal. We've heard, of course, we had to we had to pay due respect to Fela Kuti and Ginger Baker. Let's start. And now we're on uh, 
uh, Halam and Wahati. Tell me what Wahati means. Wahati Wolof in Wolof means uh, repeated, said again. So something that people have to say again about other people's <laughs> bad behavior. So had to be said again and again, meaning it had to be repeated. That's Wahati. KXSFLP, San Francisco, 102.5 FM. Thanks to Charles Dabo for coming through. And good night. Frequency uplifting out. You're hearing Wahati Halam. KXSFLP, San Francisco. Stay tuned till the 4 a.m. hour. Frequency uplifting out. <laughs>